Well, welcome back to the Practicing Resurrection podcast, a podcast designed to help you encounter the living voice of the living God through his living word. My name is Ian Graham, and it's a joy to be with you today. And we are in the Psalms this week as we explore the first five Psalms that are in the collection of Psalms known as the Psalter. And just a reminder, the Psalms are an invitation to a life that is fully available to God, fully laid out before him, and also fully informed by God. We're not just human as we express our own emotions, as we express what's happened to us. We are human in response to who God is and what he has done. What it means to be human and to be fully alive before him is to receive his salvation, his blessing, his correction. And so today, We continue in Psalm 3, and I'm going to read the psalm for us and let us sit under the beauty of its words, and then I'm going to offer you a brief reflection from my own life on Psalm 3, and then we'll have some opportunity to meditate on a specific verse from the psalm, and then we'll pray the Lord's Prayer and go about our day in blessing and expectation. So we continue in Psalm 3. I invite you to hear the word of the Lord. And as we do so, we prepare our hearts, praying expectantly, because our God is good, He is faithful, and He is willing. So we pray, come Holy Spirit. And we know that He meets us right in the midst of where we are as we turn our hearts, our affections, our attention to Him. So hear the word of the Lord from Psalm 3. Lord, how many are my foes? How many rise up against me? Many are saying of me, God will not deliver him, but you, Lord, are a shield around me. My glory, the one who lifts my head high, I call out to the Lord and he answers me from his holy mountain. I lie down and sleep. I wake again because the Lord sustains me. I will not fear, though tens of thousands assail me on every side. Arise, Lord. Deliver me, my God. Strike all my enemies on the jaw. Break the teeth of the wicked. From the Lord comes deliverance. May your blessing be on your people. This is the word of the Lord. When reflecting on Psalm 2, we were reminded in the absurdity of trying to gain control of our worlds by sacrificing sleep. And in Psalm 3, we see this lived out. The psalmist states, I lie down and sleep. I wake again, for the Lord sustains me. I am not afraid of ten thousands of people who have set themselves against me all around. The psalmist, after taking note of all the enemies assembled against him, surrounding him, places himself in the most vulnerable human state. He goes to sleep. If any situation would call for a stop-at-nothing, workaholic approach, it would seem that being the target of the hatred and vitriol of thousands would be such a scenario. And yet the psalmist doesn't try to fight his way out. He doesn't even lose sleep over the furor erased outside his door. He lies down. From Genesis 1, we can gather a few things that are true of all humanity. First, we are not God. It seems like a no-brainer, but I am always amazed how often I forget that simple fact. A seemingly subtle fact that the Jewish people still recognize in the way that they observe major holidays is that the days do not start or end with us. There is evening and then morning, 
Each day begins when we cease from our work rather than when we start it. When we stop to spend time with family, to eat and to sleep, every day is a gift. Every woman and man is made in the image of God, an icon, singularly shaped by God to reflect the beauty of our Creator. We are creatures designed with the task of ruling and stewarding the creation of God. The image of God is not simply a characteristic of being human, it is a vocation to live into. And in all of this, we are blessed by God. As the old cliche goes, we are blessed to be a blessing. God has lavished his love and attention upon us in order that we might live rightly in relationship with him in worship. I think it no small detail that in Genesis 1, the work is the worship. All of this culminates in Sabbath. The creator rests and all creation joins him. This is the shalom, the world at peace, joyfully seeding all that we would do to sustain us over to our beautiful Creator, entrusting ourselves to God. As we take these thoughts, we return to Psalm 3, and the question for us today is where are our battles raging? Notice the psalmist never downplays the very real threat that his enemies present. If anything, he emphasizes just how strong they are, and he demonstrates that the stakes are nothing short of life and death. What sorts of stress are you enduring at this moment? Perhaps your enemies are surrounding you like tens of thousands. Pressures at work, bosses or co-workers who want to see you fail, financial troubles, marital strife. The psalm tells us that the strongest thing we can possibly do in response to these overwhelming forces is simply to entrust ourselves to God. Sabbath is not passive. Sabbath is a form of radical resistance. As we've listened to the psalm and reflected on its word, I want to invite you to reflect on this phrase from Psalm 3 to hone your attention and your heart in. As the psalmist writes, But you, O Lord, are a shield around me, my glory, and the one who lifts up my head. I want to invite you just to use your imaginations. And often we neglect our imaginations in prayer, much to our own deficit. But the psalmist prays, You, O Lord, are a shield around me. And I want you to call to mind just the most pressing thing that you're facing right now. And sure, in the grand scheme of things, it may not be that much compared with the person down the road or the person that's experiencing difficulty or pain or poverty in another country or another place. But the fact is, you don't know that. All you know is your own experience. And so I want to invite you, as you bring that to mind, that you would just use your imagination. Psalm 3, verse 3, You, O Lord, are a shield around me, my glory, the one who lifts up my head. Won't you just imagine the Lord is shielding you, that He is giving you His glory, that He is lifting your head to face this situation, to be protected within it, to be sustained through it, that God is never going to leave you or forsake you, but He is your God in the midst of the valley of the shadow of death. And that He prepares a table for us in the presence of our enemies. Though tens of thousands may assail us, though they gather around us, 
There is one who sticks closer than a brother, a faithful friend that will never leave us. And I pray that as you just do this simple act, this exercise of imagination, you will see that God is moving towards you. That he is giving you strength to face what you have before you. The Lord is your shield, your glory, and the one who lifts up your head. Well, each day we end with a prayer, the prayer that Jesus gave us to pray in hope and expectation, to pray knowing that we are his children, his daughters and sons. And so we prayed the words that Jesus gave us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespassed against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you for joining us on the Practicing Resurrection podcast. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you. And may he give you peace. Grace and peace until tomorrow.